Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. This is your Z1077 local news for Saturday, December 23rd, 2023. Joshua Tree National Park continued to be a popular destination in 2023, and the holidays aren't expected to be any different. Locals staying in the desert may have out-of-town visitors who want to use the opportunity to head into the park. The area we know as Joshua Tree National Park started as Joshua Tree National Monument in 1936 when the original desert defender and my personal hero Minerva Hoyt used her generational wealth, influence, and love of the desert to persuade the state and federal government to protect 825,000 acres of desert. It's fair to say that visitation has steadily ticked up from then with a sharp rise in popularity for our national park in the last decade. Here's Jane Rogers during a recent interview with Gary Danielle about how those large visitor numbers can sometimes clash with the drive-through nature of the park. Any national park that's popular these days, which is the, which is the majority of them, uh, parking is a chronic issue. And the challenge is there's only so many parking spots in the park. There's only so many official places and trailheads and so forth. And once those are all filled, we're kind of at capacity at certain areas. So the idea we're trying to do is encourage folks to time their visit or also look at areas that maybe they hadn't thought about visiting, other areas of the park that have more parking opportunities. So those are the kind of things we're trying to work through. Parking in undesignated spots in the National Park is a safety issue alongside a larger conservation problem as the vehicles damage or destroy the native plants and delicate soil ecosystems that give the park its unique beauty. This fundamental disconnect between wanting to witness the beauty of the park and actively damaging it is even more confusing when visitors choose to go off trail. We remind them that the Bureau of Land Management area is uh, a potential opportunity for them to go and visit if they would like to do more stuff off the beaten path kind of deal. The rules in the park is that all vehicles must stay on a designated roadway, and some of those roadways are better for four-wheel drive vehicles, and those are the Old Dale Road, Black Eagle Mine Road, roads that we find on the southern end of the park. Geology Tour Road is also a really popular area for the Jeep 4x4. That's Miles Landry, the Emergency Services Program Manager at the National Park. He says that even on the park's roads that are specifically designated for more technical 4x4ing, ill-equipped vehicles can still get stuck, which could be a potentially dangerous and almost certainly expensive recovery. If you're heading into the park and run into a busy area without available parking, try moving on to some other spots that are less popular. It's a subjective opinion, but our expansive public lands have so many unique and beautiful features, it's hard to recommend waiting around with dozens of other people just to get a snap of Skull Rock. Stop by the visitor center and ask a ranger for their favorite alternatives, and download the National Park Service app for points of interest you may not have heard of. And if you feel the itch to get your tires dirty, save it for the thousands of miles of wild OHV lands that are reserved for you to rip around in. You can see this story for links to ample off-roading areas, the National Park Service's official app, and the rest of Gary's interview with Jane Rogers and Miles Landry. That's all at this story at Z1077FM.com. If you're looking for some alternatives to visiting the National Park on those busy days, News Director Jeff Harmatz joins us with some easy-to-access spots around the Morongo Basin that will scratch that desert itch without having you wait in line. The Nancy Carl Trail in Joshua Tree and the multiple trailheads in Black Rock, Campground, and Yucca Valley are both immediately adjacent to the National Park, and both are less crowded despite being free and incredibly close to the busy Joshua Tree West entrance. Located down the grade on the edge of Morongo Valley, the Big Morongo Canyon Preserve has miles of trails, with many of them on a raised boardwalk making the preserve accessible to those who have a harder time on dirt paths. The preserve is right next door to Covington Park, where you can enjoy lunch or have some downtime where the kids can play on the playground and skate park. 
For those who want to see native plants without heading too far out of town, you can see a variety of beautiful landscaping at free gardens like the Desert Discovery Garden at MDLT or the Waterwise Demonstration Garden at Joshua Basin Water District. And art lovers have their choice of indoor and outdoor art. There are art galleries in every part of the high desert. The Noah Purifoy Museum is a popular outdoor destination, along with some spots of the Morongo Basin's unincorporated areas that will deliver those unique desert vibes that make the Mojave so appealing. You can find links to these destinations by visiting this story on our website, Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Jeff Harmatz. The High Desert Nature Museum will be starting out the new year with a new exhibit of old things, namely abandoned planes, trains, and automobiles by photographer Ken Lee. The museum says the exhibit will take you on a nocturnal journey through secret locations hidden in the deserts of our Golden State. The exhibit opens January 6th, but there will be an opening reception on Friday, January 12th from 5 to 7 p.m. with a presentation and book signing by the photographer at 6. For more information and some links to some examples of Ken Lee's photography, you can see this story on our website or visit highdesertnaturemuseum.org. If you're still struggling to get into the holiday spirit, music can help soothe the seasonal scrooginess that tends to pop up during that stressful season. Sure, streaming can be simple but lacks that old school charm, and you may have holiday CDs, tapes, and records around, but each of those take up valuable party time by requiring attention to keep the tunes flowing. Local radio legend Gary Danio joins us with a long-running tradition that will have you and your radio rocking around the Christmas tree. Since 1989, Z1077 has been proud to be the holiday soundtrack for the Morongo Basin and beyond. Starting at 9 a.m. Christmas Eve, our unique collection of holiday music dedicated to classical Christmas and wintertime favorites will run all day and night until midnight Christmas Day. Included in the Z1077 Holiday Party is a special edition of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn at 3 p.m. Sunday, followed by the Z1077 Local Music Showcase with host Pat Kearns, featuring an all-local holiday music from 4 to 6 p.m. For Z1077, I'm Gary Dignon. And this is a reminder that the news is taking a break starting tomorrow and returning on Tuesday, the 26th. We'll post any breaking news on our website, Z1077FM.com. But for now, that's your local news for Saturday. You can hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting from Joshua Tree, California, alongside the award-winning Z1077 news team, and wishing you a very safe and happy holiday season from the sunny and beautiful high desert. I'm Robert Hayden.